Frank, my man, how you doing? Hey. I'm so glad we got to talk today, man. I know, I know you can't wait to talk about it. Should we jump right into it? I mean, what do you, what do you want? The big right news. The big news. <laughs> Frank, I've been glued to CNN for like three hours. You ever seen it? Don't what's, tell me you didn't see the big news, Frank. What's the big news? Stop, st- Frank. Stop trying to play the host. Come on, man. You can be excited, bro. It's like great news, bro. Exciting. The what? Oath Keepers. They got charged for January sixth. <laughs> One guy got found guilty, four guys had hung juries, pretty much they're all going to get like 10 years for trespassing. Frank, it's great news! <laughs> you haven't seen it? No, dude, I have no, I, I had no idea this was going on. Are you kidding me? Frank, this is the biggest news. This is like they captured the Japanese people that bombed Pearl Harbor, Frank. This is the biggest, <laughs> biggest insurrection ever, Frank. The Oath Keepers. Half of them were freaking <laughs> FBI agents. How does this even oh, yeah, yeah, they couldn't convict those guys. They, were, they weren't even on trial. So there's 18 guys. 11 of them were uh, FBI agents, so they weren't <laughs> even on trial. So you had seven guys on trial. Six of them pretty much hung juries, but they all got found guilty of trespassing. And then one guy got convicted of conspiracy. Wow. Conspiracy. Frank, I don't know how you're able to control yourself and contain your excitement. I have an enormous ripping erection right now uh, okay. okay almost as hard as rob reiner you can only that's, okay that's the problem i already came twice dude. this is amazing <laughs> in fact someone check on rob reiner i think he may have had a heart attack from this news this is incredible man oh dude i'm sorry it's still on the it's still on cnn right now breaking news it is seditious conspiracy wow oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> got him <laughs> these poor guys are gonna go to jail forever and they literally just got duped by the feds oh, frank you're not seeing the bigger picture he's just a domino frank the dominoes are all leading to the big finale donald trump that's he's right. going down frank he's going down. oh this is so stupid i can't believe dude they i can't believe this is really i've been like flipping on cnn every hour or so and they won't this is all they're talking about is january 6th wow. these oath keepers and yeah it's almost <laughs> like they it's almost like they don't want to talk about what's going on in china with these uh covid lockdowns they definitely don't want to talk about china um because you know lockdowns dude you catch it's it's hip <laughs> dude i can't hold on i can't even believe that they uh, convicted how many guys for this for the Jane I think six- it was like, oh, I think it was like five or six. I, dude, it was like no joke. It was like this group of eighteen. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, like eleven of them were fucking. Feds. I'm trying to do the math I'm- here. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. At what point are you a fucking FBI organization with some regular dudes that you pulled in <laughs> off the street, some patsies? <laughs> dude, all of these guys, like, dude, one of them, he had to get driven by his mom to the insurrection. <laughs> I know. Dude, the freaking QAnon shaman guy lived with his grandma, for God's sake. Like, this is just crazy. Not that there's uh, another person, a loser that lives with his grandma. <laughs> Trust me, I know. I see one in the mirror every day. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> I'm just floored that they convicted these poor, poor people. I mean, they're, they're p- political prisoners. That's what they are. Oh, all um, these people needed, they need, they need, uh, some psychiatric etric meds. <laughs> A little bit of job trading. Yeah. Just a little help in life, you know? <laughs> I thought that's what you Democrats were all about. These are the people you need to help. It's funny. Don't you feel like this is a big push on, like, anti-militia? Like, kind of stopping the militia movement? If the militia's the FBI, you guys are doing a bang-up job. <laughs> I know. I've learned my lesson. Don't join the FBI. Well, I'm trying like, to wh- think through this from the mental, from the, you know... The view of mainstream, right? And how how are these um, how are the liberals out there taking this? They're they're thinking, well, it's always what's good, what's bad, right? So, what's bad here? It's militias, and we need to take them. We need to imprison them. I feel like that's kind of the message that they're sending out. Well, oh, just whole white thing. white men in general. White men gathering. We must end it. Oh, oh just the sound of that. White men gathering. <laughs> I know. Oh. Gave me chills, man. Oh, I know. Well, this is crazy news, breaking news, if you will. I'm not happy to hear that. I just feel like this year, if 2022 had any theme, it was, uh, if you're a white guy, we're going to fucking screw you. 
so yeah. bad, you'll have no money at the end. You'll be so poor. You'll be bankrupt. We're going to destroy you, you financially. We're going to destroy your family. We're going to destroy your reputation. You won't be able to use social media. We are just going to destroy you if you're a white well, guy. Yeah, it's, it's your fault. I mean, how dare you succeed while other people are not? Think of like the the other cops who were involved with Derek Derek Chauvin. They oh, all the time. Dude. They all got totally wrecked this year through the court system. Now we have the Oath yeah. Keepers, the Jan Sixth people. And the one guy was Asian, man, not even white. Well, we covered this in the last episode. Uh, but, yeah, how, 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 how does that get overloaded? Like, still today, there's more Asian slaves than ever. Like, there's <laughs> Asians have been more. There have been, there have been more Asian slaves at any given point in history. Yeah, right? look at the Uyghurs, dude. It's crazy what's going on right now with China all over the place. Like, I mean, all topics. You got COVID lockdowns, COVID restrictions, the uh, the enslavement of the Uyghurs. Um, they, it's crazy that the news has to kind of uh, go two-faced with it, right? Because, you know, anti-COVID rhetoric and even protesting against COVID restrictions, Mike, that was seriously frowned upon in oh, you can't do that. 2020. No. Remember, it was MAGA insane extremists that were doing it. They're even like, they're even backing the like China and saying how like, well, you know, they are doing a good job with COVID. Like, go <laughs> fuck yourself, dude. Dude, uh, and have you guys seen the prices of these lithium batteries for the Milwaukee tools? Oh like, how many more Uyghurs do we have to enslave to get this price down? You know, there was a picture of these Uyghurs, man. They're literally imprisoned side by side on these like metal benches in open air camps where they're just sitting next to each other it's insanity yeah it's pretty it's pretty crazy but you know so they pretty much treat them the same way we treat our black people <laughs> yeah <laughs> according to abram x candy wow that's a name i have not heard dropped in such a long time oh they can't bring him out now dude. the democrats are in charge <laughs> that's right put that guy back in the closet dude <laughs> <laughs> Along with that white-haired guy talking about the, the you know, the, the garbage man talking about the Constitution being trash. I didn't catch that, dude. I don't remember that one. This is a while yeah, back. Guy, yeah, the fat black guy with the white hair. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. I still don't know who that guy is. See, that's how not good of a uh, promoter he is of the CRT. I have no idea what his name is. Yeah, right, everybody on your side knows Alex Jones. Yeah, that's right. Nobody remembers that fat black guy with white hair's name. Yeah, you, you guys got to get better at promotion. We don't know any of you crazies, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't remember any of their names. You guys really need some marketing. Uh, so, speaking of marketing, man, uh, the king of marketing when it comes to COVID and COVID lockdowns, they brought him out one last time here, Mike. He was on Anderson Cooper. Did you catch him? The man, the myth, the legend? They brought him on CNN. Tony Fauci himself. Wow. He's, I missed it. Dude, he was out there, and, uh, you know, they had to ask Tony, you know, like... Uh, I, th I thought a retirement speech was one speech. This guy's doing a retirement speech month. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing the Kobe Bryant thing where he announced his retirement, and then he played the whole season. And then every stadium <laughs> he went to, they did this incredible Kobe Bryant tribute performance, right? So this is... Tony Fauci's Kobe Bryant farewell tour. That's what we're experiencing here. Ah, uh, okay. He's so gonna, he's got to... Oh, yeah, it's going to run the season out all the way to January 19th or whenever the Republicans take over, right? I'm really worried because Barbara Bush got like three months when she died, so... <laughs> <laughs> this drama queen, man. So they brought out Fauci to tell us why, uh, you know, whether it's good or bad, however you want to look at it, for these uh, China protests. You know, because they're asking the lockdown king himself whether or not they should be protesting the lockdown. Frank, he never right? said lockdown. That's true. I am misinforming you all. Correct. He never locked down anybody. See, Frank, it's, it's the shit like that that got us kicked off YouTube. That's right. We are banned, folks. Banned for life from banned. YouTube. We're and we totally forgot we were posting videos. On <laughs> I know. Didn't, didn't even realize we were doing it, and we got banned. 
Yeah, I blame Podbean for this one. They were automatically shooting them out there. And, uh, you know, I, I don't censor our shit, baby. I let it fly over here. So YouTube, they got a lot of uh, pussy farts over there who can't stand it when we talk about COVID or trannies. So no more. That's probably, that's probably the tranny talk more than the COVID. We've done almost no COVID vaccine talk. Uh, no, dude, they used the COVID as a cover-up because I said f- too many times. I swear to God. I bleeped the f- out. I, <laughs> I no, you've been doing out. a terrible job. <laughs> Terrible. Making me look horrible. I thought I got most of them. <laughs> like three an episode I'm catching. Well, yes. and, and, I, and I'm blaming you, not me. You know? <laughs> it's on you to, to bleep them. <laughs> well, YouTube can kiss my ass. Uh, we're back on it, though. I've already created a new fake account. Worry. <laughs> I told you we just go like when we started, you just gotta start doing one and then two and then three yeah, and then four. We are on that yeah. train now, so we'll be back. See how, see how far it goes. Eventually, I believe um Elon will buy YouTube and we'll be able to do whatever we want on there. It'll be good times. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> good times. So we got uh, we got Fauci here. He's in, he's gonna explain to us these uh COVID lockdowns in China and the protests that are going on. Awesome. The China's official news agency today published an op-ed asserting that the country's strict COVID measures are scientific and effective. Are are they? Well, when you want to shut down uh, in order to interrupt immediately a process that's going on, like the spread of infection, there should be a purpose to it. Like you want to make sure you get enough ventilators or enough PPE, or you want to get your population vaccinated the comment that i made about uh did you catch that little slip oh yeah i caught that last oh, one there i caught you fauci <laughs> oh tony 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 i see you there ah so you want to lockdowns are effective when you want to <coughs> when you want to keep people in their homes and convince them the only way out is if they take your little uh your little shot there see the body's there but the brain already retired <laughs> that's right he's slipping man little slip little slip, slip there tony in that uh, old age <laughs> their severe uh, um, actions that they've taken is that you have to have an end game. What's the purpose? If the purpose is let's get all the people vaccinated, particularly the elderly, then okay for a temporary period of time to do that. But they have very, very strict temporary. type of... Yeah, lockdown. like in the U.S., we just did it for two years. <laughs> this freaking guy, man. Temporary. Like, I think he's lying. Your fucking big nose has been on my TV for almost three years now, asshole. Uh, Chicago, I mean, Illinois, our emergency isn't over until next month. That's insane. Honestly. (coughs) Absolutely. Dude, did, did I tell you about the driver's license? No. Mine expires on Thursday. Alrighty. So... Last week, I got off early one day, and I'm like, man, this is beautiful. I got off early. This was two weeks ago, before uh, Thanksgiving, right? Oh, yeah. I go, this is beautiful. I got off early. I'm going to go to the DMV. It's probably a good time. Nobody's going to be there, right? For sure. I get there. Nobody is there. Fucking beautiful, dude. I just walk right in. Excuse me, sir. What's your appointment? Oh. What do you mean, appointment? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, uh, due to COVID restrictions and uh, the COVID em- emergency, we are, we are only allowed to have so many people in this building at a time, so we're doing appointments only. Wow. To go get your license. Wow. Hey, you fucking assholes, dude. It's not like I came to you. You know what I mean? Like, you're <laughs> telling me I got to renew it. I don't know, dude. Fam- it's... <laughs> You're talking about people who are famously like the most lazy, slow-moving employees on the planet. Yeah, dude. And you guys and have now, made it lazy. Now and you're slower? doing appointments only. <laughs> yeah. Man, I was so fuck. I'm still so fucking pissed because I couldn't get a f- with the night school. I haven't been able to get an appointment. Wow. And so now my license is going to expire before I could actually get an appointment. This is incredible, Mike. And I tried to get it two weeks before it expired. You know what you should have done? Is mailed in your uh, license uh, with your vote. 
<laughs> about two weeks ago. But here's the best part because it, I guess it doesn't even matter because everybody's license is going to expire in like six months. Really? Because you got to get that real ID or whatever. Oh, yeah, because they want to have that microchip on you, man. They want to track you. Ah, uh, dude, this is getting crazy. It's getting creepy. It's Orwellian. Yeah, it's cr- right. so, so every other fucking building around you I could just walk into. But the DMV, there's a COVID pandemic. Oh, yeah. And we got to go appointment only. Isn't this the point of the COVID restrictions? Uh, even since day one, it, the point was the humiliation. The point yes. was the frustration. The yes. That the was pain the was the point. The pain was the point, man. Yes. And still, you can feel it now. And that's what they want. I wanted. just want my fucking license. And COVID? Man, go fuck yourself. Oh, we have a new employee who called out this week, right before his first training shift, because he tested positive for COVID. Oh, go fuck yourself. That's, I would fire you on the spot. <laughs> that's what, a no hire for me, dude, for sure. You, you tested that. yourself for COVID? Yeah, you're fired. Get the fuck out of here. I think you stra- fucking pussy. <laughs> you know, when you're hiring people now, the first question should be, do you regularly test yourself for COVID? <laughs> when, oh, yes. When was the last you time you tested yourself, yourself for COVID? Yeah. If the answer's never, you're hired, sir. Welcome <laughs> on my team. Because you're clearly somebody who doesn't just call out sick because you're a jackass. No, that's... Uh, Dude, you take um, enough tests, you're going to test positive. It's proven. They fucking suck. I'm, I'm disappointed in any human or organization still utilizing anything related to COVID at this point. Shouldn't be happening. Uh, yeah. Shouldn't be happening. Honestly. Dude, fucking... Uh, God, what's his name? Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, yeah. He did a uh, podcast with Theo Vaughn. Nice. Theo Vaughn's so fucking funny, dude. You it are is. a fan of the Theo Vaughn. I'm a big I'm, fan I'm of being Theo Vaughn, dude. And, uh, man. Theo Vaughn made Neil deGrasse Tyson look like an idiot. That's all I gotta <laughs> say. Because he's kind of just laughing at him. Dude. He go- Neil deGrasse Tyson goes on this whole big spiel about how science is real and, like, you got to trust the science and everything. And then just like everything he said about the vaccine was like, dude, that's 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 shit that people were saying a year ago, man. (laughs) Like that stuff Pfizer said wasn't true, you know? And you're making science sound like Santa Claus now. Like you're you're explaining ridiculous. You you sound like a a parent explaining Santa Claus to an eight year old and the eight year old isn't buying it anymore. Oh my god, dude, I literally wanted to, I was literally yelling at the radio at one point in my car, because he does this whole thing with climate change. You talking about Neil uh, deGasse? Neil, yeah. He goes, what's his, his analogy, he says, 97% of scientists say climate change is real, right? Oh, that's, what a horseshit statement. And then here's what he says, if you pull up to a bridge... And there's 97, there's 100 engineers. 97 of them tell you the bridge is going to fall. Three of them tell you it's fine. Are you going to drive over that bridge? But dude, this is, what, this is what I'm like yelling in my radio. And it's yeah. like, dude, no, I'm going to agree with you that that bridge is going to fall. My argument is giving Nancy Pelosi $800 billion is not going to fucking save that bridge and the fucking planet. Right? Yes, that's a great like that, call. Right? I'm not arguing with... The, the argument isn't even about the bridge. For sure. Or whether or not I'm going to drive over it. <laughs> We're beyond, is the bridge real, and is the bridge about to fall? We are so far beyond that, it's not even... Or We're 40, 50 years beyond that, right? For sure. Where we are arguing is, how are you going to fix it? Mm-hmm. $800 billion, you're going to throw up four windmills in North Dakota, <laughs> and that's going to fucking solve the planet? Yeah. I, I don't think so. I think a lot of that money is going to be funneled into your pockets. You're lining some pockets. Right? As, as you have been. 
And I don't think you're going to do anything about the climate change. And I don't think you care because you're all going to be dead before it's in, it, we could show that you were wrong. I read an old article. It popped up uh, in the Reddit uh, yesterday. It was from 2014, and it was about how Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, and the other jabroni companies uh, took a $400 billion check from the government to install fiber uh, internet. Remember the like Google Fiber and oh, all that? Yeah. They took this massive check that it was taxpayer-funded, and then they never built it. It never happened. What do you mean? Does everybody have Google? <laughs> does everybody have T1 level fiber super internet happening right now? Because last time I checked, my internet fucking sucks, man. Yeah, no. No, they never did the fiber fucking super connectivity across the nation. It never completed. Yeah. The article was about, and this is from 2014. The article was about how the money was squandered. It was gone. This is almost 10 years ago. Of course, dude. What are we talking about now? Uh, another eight hundred billion for windmills and solar panels. Uh, I get. I guarantee. Ten years from now, we read an article that says, "Whoops, money gone. Sorry, losers." That's how it always happens. I, I, really, right, Mike. I got this lake. This lake by my house, right? And I like to go for jogs nearby it and go around. And you, you can get a nice little picturesque view of the mountains. And, you know, the sun and the skies. Sometimes I get some really sweet chemtrails going over, you know. And uh, it's just a beautiful view out in the fields and the pastures leading up to those beautiful flat irons, man. Yeah, like three stupid-ass fucking gigantic windmills. Just eyesores there. <laughs> yeah, it's so stupid. Who's getting that electricity? Not me. That's <laughs> ruining, fucking ruining my view. That's all it's doing. <laughs> Saving the earth? I doubt it. I doubt it, dude. I fucking doubt it. It just looks stupid. It's, it ruined yeah. the view. That's all it did. Congratulations, idiots. You spent a shit ton of money to ruin the view. And I bet you that statement right there could, could literally describe the entirety of the green movement in the modern era. Absolutely, dude. The whole thing's a sham. It's a Global shame. Global warming, we still can't grow fig trees in Chicago. <laughs> That's right. Global Actually, you know what? We should do a bet. What's going to happen first? Will I be able to grow a fig tree in Chicago, or will Al Gore's grandkids die? Which one's going to happen for Of natural causes. Which one's going to happen first? Right? Yeah, that's a great call, dude. I mean, look, Al Gore's grandkids fly in private jets. Yeah, but remember, we got to leave the planet for his grandkids, right? <laughs> That's right. Well, it's all about saving the elite, man. Yeah. You know, but... Man, it's such bullshit, this whole climate change thing. Yeah. He really pissed me off with the climate... It's like, dude, you're sitting here touting science and this and that, and like, and then your your leading arguments are climate change and, and COVID vaccine. His, his argument also, it's a false equivalency. He's... Because anybody who even attempts to say anything against climate change doesn't get accepted into the scientific community. So the only people that are being published yes. are the people that are following lockstep with the message. Exactly. And they're the only people getting funding. You know, his analogy would be better if there was 100 engineers on one side of the bridge and 97 said don't cross that bridge, it's gonna collapse. But then uh, you look across the bridge and there's like 500 engineers on the other side and they're like no no we just walked over come on over actually i'll give you a better analogy uh neil <laughs> that'll tie in with your covid thing right let's say you walk into a hospital and you're told you tested positive for a very deadly disease you don't know if it's true or not right 500 doc or 99 doctors tell you you have to take this pill it's the only thing to save you one doctor who's not paid for by pfizer Tells you, no, you're going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you listen to? <laughs> right? You know, Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson has, in his 
recent uh, performances, if you will, total shill for the fucking vaccine. That's what I'm saying. It's, dude, you're... Yeah, you're, ha- <laughs> you're bought, dude. You're fucking bought. Well, hardcore. Like, get out of here. I have, dude. You. I thought you was an an uh, astrologist or whatever. <laughs> you're an astrophysicist. Sorry, I'm an idiot. Yes, he's an what astrophysicist. What the fuck do you know about goddamn <laughs> vaccines, virology, dude? He should just never you, come on and say anything about a vaccine ever. You know why Theo Vaughn is smarter than you? <laughs> because he knows how to say I don't know. Good call. Ah, uh, yeah. You know, I don't know. He's not going to sit on a podcast and talk for 30 minutes about virology and vaccine efficacy. When, dude, the people that made the vaccine admitted that they never even tested the efficacy. The reason you don't know is because you haven't been told by your fucking handlers. <laughs> yes. And, right? And also, nobody wants to be talked down to about vaccines from Neil deGrasse Tyson. You know, oh, you see what we got here is uh, you put this thing and it's in a, you know, this vial and we shoot it in your skin. And then the stuff that we put in the vial, you know, it just goes, it swims around into your bloodstream. <laughs> Did you know if you take one, you add one, that's two. <laughs> Which is also, Frank, Frank, I don't know if you realize this. The same number you need to tango. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what the fuck are you saying, dude? I'm, fucking pl- I'm a plumber from Chicago, and I can't, I'm, I'm like waiting for you to shut up and let Theo Vaughn talk. Like, you know what I mean? You're so fucking ignorant, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know, man. It's, it's really weird that you would like hang your head on two things that have already been proven, like... I don't know. No, no, no. I, I totally agree. Neil deGrasse Tyson blows my mind. He's a total actor. They bring him on all the shows. Remember he was on Bill Maher about two or so months ago? Oh, yeah. And yeah. he started yeah. stupefyingly explain how a rocket is, like, shot into space, and Bill Maher... How Maher's to shoot like, the duck? <laughs> Yeah, like how to throw a football to a receiver, you know? And like, oh, you see, you throw it to where he's going to be. When right? you're playing <laughs> Nintendo's Duck Hunt, you cannot shoot where the duck is. <laughs> the light takes 0.98 seconds, milliseconds to travel. So you, therefore, <laughs> you must shoot to where it will be. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> like, even Bill Maher made fun of him. It was yeah, dude, you're an idiot, man. You're a fuck. You're not an idiot. You're very smart at astrophysics, right? Yes. Listen, the day I need to to, to plan a trajectory to a to a interstellar fucking location, <laughs> I'm hitting you up, bro. Sure. Right. You're my go-to man. Look, I would love to sit down, smoke a joint with him and Michu Kaku. You know, I'm sure the conversation would be fantastic, but when you get no, these guys dude. on these shows, man, they're just like, they're really, they sound dumb, even though they're super smart, and I know they're trying to play down to the audience, but it's condescending. It's terrible. It, it make like, I realize all the elites think we're all idiots, and hey, look, I'm a certified moron myself. I always admit it every show, but <laughs> the... <laughs> Talk to me like I can read a newspaper. You know, you should have heard what he said. He proposed the the scenario to Theo Vaughn that if aliens landed and and you were the first ones to meet them, who they told you bring me to your leader, who would you bring them to? What I would say, I'm the leader. Oh, Frank, that's how I know you're Italian. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? They would immediately, like, either kill you or king you, but I'd take my odds, you know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm taking those chances. <laughs> you get all their alien Nobody's bitches. Nobody's kicking me on Earth. I'll take a 50-50 with the aliens. Never yeah. had a shot at king. I'm taking it now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> when you got a shot at power, you fucking take it. <laughs> right? Aliens show up. Who's your leader? I am, man. Come on. What do you want? Oh, <laughs> where do you think you are? Huh? <laughs> you never been to Denver, Colorado? Come on, you ever heard of us in the in the universe there? Come you never on, heard man. of Poliche? What happened? <laughs> biggest dicks in the universe, baby. Yeah, Come on. <laughs> second biggest in Chicago. Behind Lori. 
just like I feel like most people, given that opportunity, would you know do something retarded like that. Oh fuck no, dude! You're panicking. You're calling. You're calling nine one one. Is what you're doing. No way your phone Everyone's works. Everyone's calling nine one one. No. Everyone's calling nine one one. I guarantee. You. Yeah, it'd be so funny. You like pick. You call nine one one, and the guy, the alien in front of you, picks up his phone. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're controlling all the phones. <laughs> Dude, aliens come down. What are they going to be? Humanoid, robotic, or okay. are they going to be insects? Okay, okay, no, 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 three, no. Right? Here, Here's my here was my first question, which is th- my answer to Neil deGrasse Tyson would have been a question, right? Yeah, would have been, Mister Neil, are you telling me that these <laughs> these beings have mastered intergalactic travel? Yeah. They made it all the way to Earth. That's right. And they just stumbled upon Mike Polisi oh, in yeah. Norridge, Illinois. Mm-hmm. They. They never heard of the president of the of the United States. No, they need to ask like, you. They didn't do anything. <laughs> no recon. I like the image of you in the garage, like ripping the bong, and the garage <laughs> the garage door just miraculously opens. It's the alien leader from this galaxy far, far away, you know. And they're just like, take me to your leader. And you just exhale, like, ooh, oh, me, dude. You know? <laughs> Sitting there in your shorts and like a dirty T-shirt, you got mustard stain on it, you know. Just... Take me to your leader. No, no, I think it's for you. Uh, if you, want... you talking about my grandma? It's a very matriarchal family. I just, it, you're, that's a great call. Neil, Neil's an idiot. God damn. Yeah, like no, no, dude, you're gonna do a little recon. You're gonna know who the leaders are, right? Do you... <laughs> before you before you come to Norwich, Illinois, and talk to Mike Polisi, right? You you would you would have already zapped all of the world, like everybody, all the G seven leaders are zapped into a spaceship already in space, <laughs> right? Yeah. But okay, let's go with your hypothetical deal, right? Hypothetically, this situation te- did happen, so st- dude. In the conspiratory uh, world, um, it it is sup- alleged that. A fleet of UFOs arrived at the White House, like in the fifties. Oh, crazy! Who was president? Uh, Dwight Eisenhower, Eisenhower. I believe, at the time. Dwight D. Dwight D. Uh, he got that D. That's a big D. They liked to call him, actually, if I remember. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he was like known for his big dick, wasn't he? <laughs> no, you're thinking of Lyndon B. Johnson, uh, who would famously whip it out and ask uh, interns <laughs> if they had ever seen anything bigger in their life. That's, that's a quote. <laughs> Look, that's a president I want <laughs> running my country, man. I trust Imagine that guy making some Twitter decisions. Feed. Jesus <laughs> Christ. It would just be dick pics asking Twitter if they'd seen anything bigger. <laughs> He'd be spelling things out with his dick. <laughs> Dude, LBJ, oh, it's crazy because, uh, you know, LBJ was, uh, we, we breezed over briefly the assassination of JFK a couple weeks ago. And uh, he's, I would say he's straight up considered the guy uh, who orchestrated that whole thing. Allegedly. (laughs) And uh, what I was referring to about a minute or so ago was in 1952, July 12th through, uh, 12th through, uh, the 29th, uh... I saw were, the fireworks, huh? I think so. From the July 4th? Dude, there, there were claims of uh, UFOs um, invading Washington, so... Yeah, I mean, that's where they would go, right? There's, a, there's apparently... You could Google search it right now. You, you will see pictures. Uh, there were pictures at the time taken. They're pretty, uh, pretty crazy looking. Um, it's, it's a very famous thing that, uh, is often, uh, glossed over and, uh, people almost always, um, you know, like you bring it up and they're like, no, 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 I don't know what you're talking about. And it's like, well, you know, it, it's similar to like, uh, remember Arizona or Phoenix, the Phoenix lights? No. You don't remember the Phoenix lights? No. Dude, the Phoenix Lights, man, it happened in the 90s. There, it was caught 
all over uh, video camcorders at the time, but they uh, there were these like lights over Phoenix, um, and they all kind of. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> some reports say it was a bunch of different ships. Others say it was one gigantic UFO. Uh, anyways. It was the F-22. Yeah, probably. Uh, these things happen. <laughs> yeah, well, what do you think? 1952? I mean, there's images on Google. You could literally see them on there. Uh, it's pretty crazy. It, it was a really widespread, known and talked about event, and then now nothing. Nobody talks about it. It's like it never happened. So, it probably never happened. I'm thinking maybe that's when we got invaded. We're never going to get invaded. We, we didn't get invaded. <laughs> no, it's never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and Neil deGrasse Tyson, if we do, the White House is going to know about it. Well, my point right? about the like, 52 in- invasion or the UFO sightings is that they clearly knew where to go. For sure. If that was the real deal, they went right to the source. Right. Well, that's besides, dude, my whole, my biggest argument with his argument, right? Yeah. Is he tells Theo Vaughn that if you come across aliens, you should. What you need to do is find a world-class astrobiologist <laughs> and a linguist or something like that. Like, oh, yeah, let man. me just go into my fucking Rolodex over here <laughs> and pick out my fucking top three astrobiologists that I know. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then, like, my whole argument to his whole th- he was saying, like, you should find scientists and... You should bring them to the scientific community. <laughs> right? Sure. <laughs> and my, whole, my, my biggest argument to that is like, no, you don't know anybody in the scientific community. Wow. Right? Yeah. And Neil, you know people, but you're very biased because you're in it, right? <laughs> yeah. So what am I going to do? I'm going to bring them to a guy who has the power. He has the means. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He can... He has everything at his disposal to get these aliens to the right people. And that would be the politicians. Yeah. Right? That would be the president. And we all know this would all unfold just like it did in Close Encounters of the Third Kind. It would be this whole grand thing. All countries would be involved. Like, come on, man. There's no way it would just I was, be... I was thinking more uh, Independence Day. I think that's what we're in for. Really? Ooh. Oh, I think that's yeah. it, dude. Yeah. Wow. Welcome to Earth. Yeah. 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 Just well, punch him in the face. Well, you know what? If that's happening, then all the aliens need to do is make a joke about uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, and then we'll, un- <laughs> we'll unleash Will on all the aliens, man. Imagine the aliens show up with shaved heads wearing camouflage, G.I. Jane uniforms. <laughs> oh, man. Will will just go slaptastic, dude. It'll be incredible. Hey, man. crazy side note. Did you hear about that, that scene where he's dragging the alien? Uh, I did not hear about it. And he goes, uh, you know, he's, the, it's like really fake. He's like, and what is that smell? And yes. he starts kicking him. Yes. That, apparently, it was like an end of the day shoot. He would like literally, that was him literally throwing a tantrum because there was like some terrible stench on stage. Wow. Isn't that funny? Oh, I love kept, that. And they kept it in the movie because, you know, it was awesome. See, it's an awesome scene. But now looking back at it, it's like, oh, man. You know? It's method acting. He was lost in the character, man. Yeah. <laughs> he always is. That's, uh, that's, cr- well, he seems like a very unstable individual. Totally like, usually, <laughs> like, the guys that get, re- like, like, Daniel Day-Lewis gets lost in the character, right? Mm-hmm. But when you're watching it, he, like, dude, he is that character. You don't think of him as anything else, right? Like, yeah, but he's well, a weirdo. Will, Will Smith, you're getting lost in these characters, and you're not even that good of an actor. You're still the Fresh Prince. You're making, you know? <laughs> you're making Wild Wild West, dude. And, like, <laughs> I can't even name a movie you've made in the last 10 years. Are you kidding me, dude? Get the fuck out of here. Stop taking yourself so seriously. What was that fucking thing you sent me, dude? Uh, from today emancipation oh so will this is i'm oh my god that is the worst acting i was explaining to emma today about will smith and uh i was actually going over the clip i'm about to go into (laughs) oh sorry no 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 it's about will smith (laughs) i was telling emma about this this will smith story and she's just 
laughing beside herself, and I just said, hey, "It's a it's a beautiful year to be a podcaster." <laughs> <laughs> Between Zelensky and Will Smith, the slap, like Brian Stelter, like I can't, I'm exploding. This is an incredible. Oh year. my god, I forgot all about Brian. We, I never forget about Brian Stelter. <laughs> yeah, poor Brian. <laughs> Left alone with a six-figure salary at Harvard. (laughs) So, Will Smith is back in the news today, man. And uh, because he's got this movie, I, I showed Emma the the trailer for Emancipation, this new, very dramatic film where Will Smith plays a slave uh, during, I believe, when they proclaim the Emancipation Proclamation. I can only assume I I couldn't hear most of the trailer because I was laughing so hard at Will Smith. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. Dude, the way they did is like facial hair. That can't be the way he grows his hair. No. Is it? No, it looks... I don't want to be I don't want to be racist. Is I, that just like a black thing? Or is that like dude, they did his hair like homie the clown or like fucking I'm gonna lay off this one. It's out of my territory, but I found many things uh, out of this very serious drama to be quite humorous. <laughs> and it wasn't supposed to be. It definitely wasn't, but look, here's the thing, and I don't think Will can shake it for a while. All I see with this man is the slap. The slap. I can't get it out of my head. And, you know, it kind of faded there for a minute. We've made some passing jokes here and there, maybe, but the slap was out of mind, man. It was bottom of mind. It was was bottom of mind, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) Pete Buttigieg's favorite position. That that still cracks me up, dude. That was a great... I don't usually like doing callbacks, but that was a great line. <laughs> He's clearly a bottom. Come on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're, we're yeah. being, we're being He's honest. He's breastfeeding. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> if you're breastfeeding, you're the bottom. Uh, that's, that's the rules. Um, so, <laughs> Will Smith, dude, I, I really like, I was like, oh, Will Smith, he's got a movie. And in my head, I was like, wait, didn't he just slap? Chris Rock, like, didn't that just Yeah, happen? dude, like, what do you no. mean? No, How did he make won a- the? You just won an Emmy after slapping a dude? It was a big... Th- You're, he's supposed to take, like, two years off, go to Africa, like, find himself, do all that shit, like, re- you repent, you know what I mean? Do the ayahuasca <laughs> tour in South America, like, you know, all that stuff. He didn't do that? Dude, I think they, uh, <laughs> I think this movie actually, they made, like, during the pandemic or something. Oh, you think they held it off because of the yeah. slap? Oh. No, no, no. Ooh. I think they held it off because they couldn't release it in the movies during the pandemic. Oh, wow. I don't, I'm not sure, though, if this is the one. But I know they said there was one that they weren't going to release, remember? After the slap. It's crazy. And this is the year for African-American movies, Mike. I mean, we got Emancipation, Wakanda Forever. Uh, yeah, bombed. Woman King. Bombed. Good year. I'm excited yeah, for uh, the new Medea. Christmas special. <laughs> no, Medea gets no love. Uh, so, Will Smith is back, and this is just so good. I'm glad he's back. They're talking Will Smith, but Mike, they can't promote his movie fully, right? Unless we address the slap. We gotta address the slap. You gotta address it, yeah. Will's back, folks. Oh, and I forgot to mention, Mike, He's back in a big way. He made an appearance last night on your favorite nightly program, The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. No way. Yes, sir. But I didn't clip Trevor Noah. I don't respect the man enough to clip his show. I thought he was retiring. Yeah, I thought they ended that, right? I I think that was just a ploy to see how many people they could get. Yeah, and do you think they got any more viewers? No, uh, maybe for like one or two episodes. I won't even clip them. I'll clip the news about him. <laughs> That's how much I don't like him. All right, here we go. Uh, this is the news about Will Smith. He's back after the slap. When it turned out at Will Smith, overnight he spoke with Trevor Noah on The Daily Show about his attack on Chris Rock at the Academy Awards. Amy here with the details. Good morning, Amy. 
George, good morning. Will Smith acknowledged that moviegoers might not want to watch him on screen after that incident we all saw. He said, I took my heart and made it hard for other people. And he understands the idea when they say, hurt people, hurt people. Oh, yeah. I was going through something that night, you know, and uh, not that that, you know, justifies my behavior yeah, at all. No. I would just Overnight, say, you know, Will Smith making his learned, first appearance on late night TV since his onstage assault of comedian Chris Rock at the Oscars in February. I've been away. <laughs> what y'all um, been doing? <laughs> Opening up about the shocking slap seen round the world at last year's Oscars, Smith says after returning to his seat, he was in a daze that lasted until a frank conversation with his nine-year-old nephew, who had watched the show at home. He had stayed up late to see his Uncle Will, you know, and we're sitting in my kitchen, and he's on my lap, and he's holding the Oscar, and he's just like, why did you hit that man, Uncle Will? You know. Oh, that never happened. No, that was uh, Jada. Saying that to him, actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is such bullshit. It's total, <clears throat> total bullshit, and he starts crying right here. So he's wiping. Oh, go fuck yourself. Dude. He's, so that's it. One year, the guy's back. He's going to win another fucking Emmy. Dude, one year, Mike. The the Academy Awards were in, like, March or February. Ah, <laughs> oh, Frank. It's 2022. That's, like, three years ago. <laughs> you're, you're right. This has been the longest year I've ever oh, seen. During COVID life. times? Six months? <laughs> We're in dog years, Frank. <laughs> That's well, Will Smith, yeah, man, not even a year, but he's back, man. Why are you trying to Oprah me? <laughs> <laughs> After being subject to immense social media backlash for the slap, Smith resigned from the, the slap, academy, which later even the news calls it the slap. I fucking <laughs> love it. They call it the slap. It's called the slap. Oh, it's the slap. The slap heard around the world. <laughs> <laughs> the slap it was the greatest thing that happened this year there's nothing that compares to the slap it ended Here, COVID it, nothing it was the slap that ended COVID dude. The, I believe 10 years from now we'll talk about nothing but Will Smith slapping Chris Rock <laughs> <laughs> we'll remember nothing the gas prices Ukraine nothing I'm will be remembered I, I'm just waiting for the committee <laughs> you got the Jan 6 committee where's the slap committee oh my god dude Chance six. <laughs> we need to investigate the slap. I think we've made this joke before, but they need to bring Will Smith into the Jan Six committee hearings, and then <laughs> slap Liz Cheney yeah. in the turnaround. <laughs> this is over. <laughs> the slap, dude. This is a beautiful bookend. I, you know, February to November, right? That we started with a slap. We're ending the year talking about the slap. This is wonderful. You think he's gonna write a book? If I slapped, yes. If I oh, I did. <laughs> it's his OJ book. See, the gates have been opened, Mike. We talked. I'm telling you, dude. The OJ book. Everyone needs to write their OJ book. And yeah, you have to. Huh? It's when you've done something illegal. And you say, "If I did it, I write a book." About it was it. an assault, right? Right on TV. <laughs> if I slapped him. <laughs> a Will Smith memoir. Oh, it's so good. Uh, yeah, it's coming. But all right, we're we're down the apology path. And then Jada's book will be if I told him to. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you know, she's a scary woman, man. I don't. Yeah, you don't hear from her, huh? You know, I don't know. There's something up with that chick. She's frightening. She gives me the more people blame her than Will. Yeah, I still blame her for the slap. Really? Oh yeah. Nah, dude. Will, you're a bitch. Now, you look at Will Smith. The man has got some serious, like, mental issues going on there, man. He's he, a fresh prince, man. Yeah, I think the fame and all the shit got to his head, and then on top of it, he married this domineering psychopath, who you know you know cheats on him and tells him what to do i mean it's kind of a weird thing going yeah, on there it's weird I think, cheats on him with his fucking like was it daughter's friend or i don't know what they have going on there but then apparently there were all these there's all these videos of her just bossing him around like on you know tiktok or uh whatever it is instagram and all this stuff he's just um honestly i think she like belittles him and you know <clears throat> 
kind of like mentally abuses this dude. And so I think he fucking snapped. Uh, we we saw a guy like snap. That's literally what happened there. The snap slap. The snap slap. And remember, uh, dude, I for a little for like a hot minute, I thought it was like a staged thing for publicity. I thought it was staged, dude. I really did, but he's still like <laughs> He's still banned from the Academy, I guess, but uh, we'll finish the clip. I think he might win an award for this emancipation, which I'm going to talk about after the clip. I think he's going to win an award for this fucking performance during the interview, dude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, that's that an crying Emmy. crying is, is the best acting you've ever done, Willie. <laughs> it's an Emmy for Trevor, no doubt. All right, we're going to go to, uh, <laughs> we're going to finish off the will here. Or banned him from all events for the next decade. decade. You're asking what did I learn, and it's that... Um, we just got to be nice to each other, man. Smith addressing the incident as part of a promotional campaign for his latest film, Emancipation, telling Entertainment Weekly, I definitely lose a couple winks of sleep every night over concerns his Oscars infamy could hurt the movie's release. And explaining to a local D.C. station, he realizes audiences might not be ready to embrace him in a new role. I completely understand that. If, if uh, you know, someone is not ready, I would absolutely respect that and allow them their space. My deepest hope is that my actions don't penalize my team. Now, even though Will Smith is banned from the Academy Awards for the next 10 years, he is eligible to be nominated for Best Actor, guys. Oh, see? What? Yeah, man. Uh, this is gay. No, wait. We talked about this. Like, we got to dig uh, it up, dude. No, I, I swear to God, we have to dig it up. We have absolutely discussed this. The only redemption road is Will Smith either presents or wins an award, right? In the upcoming one, and Chris Rock comes up and slaps him. Oh, uh, he should get a slap. A slap for a slap. And, and it could be staged. I'm willing to accept a staged slap if it's a legit slap. Yeah, we got to hear the smack. But I'm all for an eye for an eye on this one. And to be fair, Will Smith can make a joke about Chris Rock's wife. Yes. Okay. That's a great call. Like, he goes up, he's presenting, because I think if you win an award, you present, but they said, right, you, he probably can't present, so he, he could win. So he wins an award, he goes up, he accepts, makes a joke about Chris Rock's wife. Chris Rock storms the stage. Goes slap, for the slap, slap and the handshake. Uh, oh, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> that's the kind of guy Chris Rock is, people. <coughs> I believe that. Yeah, I believe it, too. I don't think he wants to slap anybody or be slapped. I believe Chris Rock has no intention to slap anyone, and it would be funny, it would be classy, and it would let the world move on. Dude. This is really funny because they're going to blame the slap on why this movie bombs. Wow. Great call. I didn't even see that at yeah. angle. I heard, it, I heard it right there when he was saying, like, I understand if people can't handle seeing this movie because of my slap. No, it's because you're a terrible fucking actor <laughs> in this, this movie. You know what I mean? Well, let's There's be... no way you're gonna, this movie's going to be that good. Well, who's your target audience with the movie Emancipation? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Right. I don't think you're appealing to the Asians. Let me throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> maybe George Takai, maybe. Yeah. He might right, tweet dude. about it, but that's about it. Um Yeah, you gotta target like young people on a date. You know? That's like the only reason rom coms exist. This is gonna sound somewhat I guess uh, I don't know how this will sound. Uh you want to make a really great movie about what happened to, uh, let's say, African-Americans during the Civil War era, show both sides and do something like the movie Glory. Oh, great movie. Great movie. And yeah, we talked about it before. We have. And who's building that? Who's starring it? Well, you have some very famous black actors, right, portraying the slaves turned soldiers. And then you got Matthew Broderick, former uh, woman killer and uh from the cable guy frank from the cable just guy the woman cable <laughs> killer also from the cable guy sorry that's fantastic we didn't reference 
Ferris Bueller at all. Neither of us. We both went for... Oh, I totally forgot he was at Ferris Bueller. That's hilarious. Yeah, right. You only know him from Cable Guy, and I know him from the fact that he killed a chick in his car. <laughs> well, the car did most of the work. Well, he killed her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Who has it? Come on. Uh, it's funny, you know... Um, Today's the Anna, I don't know, it's, this is the day, yeah, I think this is the day Natalie Wood died, or it's her birthday, I can't remember, I think it's the day she died, and you know, Natalie Wood, she mysteriously drowned uh, off of the Catalina Islands uh, in like uh, se- the 60s, 70s, 72, 82, 81, and uh, uh, there were a lot of circumstances uh, involved in this. At first, it was like an accident. Now it's like a mysterious death, right? Mm. And um, one of the gentlemen on that boat was Christopher Walken, dude. Oh, I remember this story. Isn't that crazy? That's right. And he's yeah. kind of a creepy, and he, and he, weirdo, freakish just, dude. Dude, he just doesn't remember what happened. Doesn't remember. <laughs> he, he, he like slept through it, right? Yeah, it's something weird. Yeah. There was like, there's like this fight. This girl goes overboard. Yeah. And he just slept through it. Slept through it, man. Tiny boat. <laughs> That's right, dude. Too busy thinking of Joe Dirt. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> His best role. Best role. Not Deer Hunter. You know, uh, <laughs> not one. Not the movie. You know, one of the. I totally forgot he was a Deer Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> he's like one of the main roles. He's like the he's role. Yeah, he's like one of the like. It's like Robert De Niro. Not my fault, dude. He Walken. looked younger. Totally different man. <laughs> oh yeah, Robert De Niro's in there too. Yeah. I don't even think of them as the same people. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, there's no way Deer Hunter Robert De Niro and Meet the Fockers Robert De Niro are the same human being. There's no, that's <laughs> totally different. <laughs> They're dude. totally two two totally different guys. Oh, I wasn't man. even thinking Meet the Fockers. I was just thinking of the old man on Twitter right now that's like yelling about Trump supporters. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no way that's the same guy from the Deer Hunter. That used to before the internet. That was a typical thing. It was old man yelling at clouds. We would all see it out on the street. <laughs> yeah. Old guy yelling at the ducks, yelling at his mailbox, yelling at the clouds. You know, it's old guy stuff. Yelling at the president. Yeah, now the, the old guys, they have a little device they can yell into. It's not healthy. <laughs> it's terrible. That's very entertaining for the rest of us. Very funny to watch, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, Robert De Niro, Christopher Walken. Great movie. I haven't watched it in like 10 years. A deer hunter, man. What a hardcore flick. You got to be, um, I can't say in the mood. There's no mood for that. You got to just be ready to oh, get suicidal. into that yeah. <laughs> Just be ready for the mood. <laughs> That's all it is. Next time you come home from war, <laughs> pop it in. <laughs> you know, movie-wise, I did watch the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Ooh, yeah. I didn't get a chance to watch it. Was I, it good? Mike, fantastic. It was like an hour yeah. long. Emma didn't fall asleep. She absolutely loved it. They held back on the over-the-top CGI. It was just a silly, really dumb, fun, goofy, new holiday movie, and I really enjoyed it, and I recommend it to everybody, actually. You know, I saw that like behind-the-scenes thing, and it was really funny to see uh, Chris Pratt is like in love with Kevin Bacon. <laughs> oh, like in real life? In real life, you didn't see that behind no, the scenes. It was like that, all over. Oh, I gotta Twitter. see that makes it even better. Oh, that's uh, awesome. it was like a total like fanboy meeting his crush. You know, it was that's like, hilarious because they. Well, you got to see the movie. They play it off very funnily. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess it's like real because yeah, it's really funny to see. Uh, that's great. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It's just a very playful, fun movie. No, no woke Mike. No nothing. It was just a fucking Christmas movie special uh so I, I enjoyed it yeah i gotta check it out it was the first marvel thing on disney i've watched since uh well i can't remember when since i like um <laughs> i think since i binge watched all the avengers movies uh in a row dude people are done with marvel man i keep hearing it all over it's it's not good it's dude. i told you about that movie i watched uh life that was a good movie life Yes. It's not life with uh, Eddie Murphy. Yes, it's that's right. with J- Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, Ryan Reynolds. 
Best part of the movie, Ryan Reynolds dies. Oh, so. yeah, you're, you're, you're off the Reynolds. Uh, dude, everything. Jake Gyllenhaal is Ugh. the main or is the fatherly voice in that strange world movie that Pixar just released. Oh, that's right. You told me that. Yeah, that's cr- the one that's bombing horribly. And do you know why? Yeah, because they have gay kids in it. It literally has gay kids in it. Literally. Like the, the main kid is like a gay teenager who's in love with another gay teenager. Yeah, you know who uses the word teenagers uh, when they're describing scenarios, um, you know, when it comes to these studios? Pedophiles. Because they don't want to talk yeah. about children. They don't want you to think that they're talking about people who are like 14, 15. <laughs> right? A teenager. You know. 13 through 17. Right? That sounds uh, better, right? Oh, it sounds way better than child. It could, it could include 19, which is like. I don't know. I mean, well, yeah, maybe, but you know, eighteen is where you can go into the military, right? So you're a man. Yeah, you're a man. Seventeen. You're an adult, right? So seventeen with a GED. There you go. You're an adult at seventeen. Okay. So before you're an adult, what are you? You're a child. You're a child, man. (laughs) Yeah, you're a child, man. We use words like teenager to soften the blow when we're doing stuff to kids. Oh, that's to make them feel better. It's yeah, they feel better, and then so does Hunter Biden and Joe when they're uh, <laughs> when they both call dibs on the same. Uh, <laughs> when they're in the shower with them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, no, Doctor Jill, this isn't a kid; it's a teenager. Come on, teenager. Yeah. young adult, <laughs> young adult, dude. Whoa, that's. <clears throat> I mean, there's a huge I'm, movement for this shit, man. It's I swear, I met her in the young adult section of the library. <laughs> It's gross. <laughs> well, I mean, gross people do gross things, dude. And this, the kitty stuff, you know, uh, the ba- uh, Balencia? Frank, Balenciaga, come on. Balenciaga. Man. Sorry. Uh, you know, Emma was bringing it up to me. You're and- starting to worry me, dude, because that fucking Hermes shit, you pronounce it flawless. Who? But- Balen- Hermes? Oh, Hermes? See what I'm saying, dude? You, you're you're starting to scare me a little bit with the French. Oh, are I'm, you French? I'm going too French. <laughs> huh? Oh man, ha ha, wee wee. You're getting a little too French for me, buddy. You know. All right. Well, I uh, I, I guess we'll scratch the next topic. Uh, baguettes. Sorry, folks. We'll do baguettes <laughs> next week. Uh, next week. Baguettes will be next week. My trip to the Louvre. <laughs> Sorry about that one. All right. Well, yeah, I guess I was getting a little too French there. <laughs> wow. Balenciaga. <laughs> Balenciaga. Um, <laughs> sorry, I didn't want to associate it too closely with the Italians. Uh, you know, the child porn, the Italians, I didn't like it too much. Oh, dude, Italians were fucking kids for centuries. Come centuries, on. I know. Yeah, the Romans, I know. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we mastered it. <laughs> oh, my God. Normalized it, no big deal. <laughs> I think in Italy, everybody just fucks everybody. Doesn't matter, you know. You're thinking of the Greeks, actually. It was the Greeks. <laughs> the Italians too, man. You wear pants that tight, you're yeah. fucking. <laughs> dude, did I tell you about the pants from Europe? <laughs> it's so funny, dude. So this this Polak we work with, right? He's like from Poland, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. So he gets these pant, these like work pants from uh, the UK, but oh, yeah. he got them from his cousin in Poland. All right, best work pants I've ever seen, dude. Yeah, so nice. They got the got the built-in slots for the knee pads. Real nice. Really. Dude. All right. Uh, built-in knee pads. Beautiful pockets everywhere. Wow. Everything you need. Everything you need. Last forever. Great. But uh, everybody in America that or the, the Polish guy laughs because everybody that likes them and orders them. They always, they, they're always too small. <laughs> oh, God. It's because we're so fucking fat. That our measurements, we just can't, we can't do it. It's like. like I, I have four, <laughs> I have four pairs. It's just because I'm the skinniest guy on the crew. I haven't paid for a single one. <laughs> it There's re- no returns. You can't return it to the UK. These guys just give me the pants that are too tight for them. 
do you know what this is, man? This is uh, like when Homer joins Clown College, and <laughs> they're all trying on the clown pants, and Homer puts them on. He's like, oh, I never had a pair that fits so nicely. And they like fit snug and perfect. <laughs> they're supposed to be baggy. They're supposed to be super baggy, but they're just perfect pants. <laughs> that's, that's the American experience. That's literally American. <laughs> We're too fat. The sizes don't make sense. They don't add up. Here's the funniest part is they're all all the pants these guys order are too long and too skinny. We are short and fat, dude. Yeah. We're just short fat people, dude. Yeah, Europe needs to send their clown pants. That's the problem. <laughs> send the clown sizes. <laughs> Greatest Simpson moment. When he's riding the tiny bicycle. <laughs> Burn the seat. <laughs> it's seriously the best Simpsons episode. It's Homie the Clown. It's literally, there's no funnier Simpsons episode. Challenge. I challenge anyone to show me a funnier one. Literally, send it to me. Send me a funnier Simpsons episode. Than Burn the seat. <laughs> it's so funny. Start to finish, that fucking episode is prime. Incredible. Oh, great. great stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. We are at that hour break point, the fastest oh. hour in the universe. My God. Fuck you, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Time <laughs> goes faster on this podcast. I can prove it. You know what I'm saying? You fucking moot. We need to get him on the podcast. Be like, well, you see, with time, it's the earth, right? And it's spinning, you see? And it's going around the sun, right? And this is a big loop, see? The sun is like a giant flame in the sky <laughs> alright asshole <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not the curator of some fucking museum in New York you know what I mean but dude I made it through high school physics alright <laughs>